0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex McLeish is no longer the Scotland manager And the search begins for his successor Johnny Hayes says Neil Lennon's unique passion for Celtic Is rubbing off on the players And Jimmy Nicholl hits out at those who don't believe Rangers have made progress this season I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well Alex McLeish, Gordon uh, loses his job After lots of speculation over the last month Um, For me I think it was the right decision And for a lot of people the correct decision It's never nice to see a manager lose their job But it looked like we weren't going in the right direction As a nation We had plenty of call-offs You know, people retiring And it didn't look positive in the future And a lot of people will be happy with the decision However, I I wonder if that's the end yet Because there isn't a lot of love out there for the people who sit above Alex McLeish in terms of when he was appointed manager and how they just get to roll on and pick a new manager. And you wonder if in the coming weeks or months or whenever that they will go or will they use this as a way of getting some credibility back because they've got an opportunity now to to make a real statement and go out on a limb and bring somebody that does inspire the nation and does get support back inside. Who that will be I don't know, there's a lot of names in the firing line But it's a chance now for the SFA to do something positive Will they? I'm not so sure There's a few guys in there that are already in the building Who may be favourites to get the job And I don't know how that would go down with fans But it'll be an interesting few weeks A lot of names in the hat And it'll be interesting to see who they eventually pick And let's hope it's soon Because we have got a couple of important games coming up In the next, what, six, seven, eight weeks Something like that So it has to be done pretty sharpish yeah, the SFA have certainly um, gone with the fan power. Um, a lot of the fans turned against Alec and uh, they want to him out and uh, the SFA had decided to go along with that decision, which puts them, for me, under a lot of pressure, Gordon, because the Tartan Army will not accept another failure here. Uh, they've got to try and get it right. We had the... You know, the problems with Michael O'Neill the last time when everybody was thinking that he was going to come in for a manager, decided to stay in Ireland. Uh, I'm surprised that they've not got someone already lined up because this has been rumbling on for weeks. If they'd known weeks ago that they're going to get rid of Alec, surely, surely they must Mm. have a candidate ready to come in. Is it the right decision for you, Gordon? You look at most recently the, the, the Kazakhstan game, which many regarded as the worst result in our history. It was an underwhelming uh, performance against San Marino, but you know we still won that game. So, in, if you try and take the fourteen months as a whole, Alex McLeish has undeniably had some poor results, mm-hmm. but also topped the Nations League group and leaves us a couple of playoffs away from a major tournament. Yeah, that was, was, it, was it the right that, decision. That was Alex positive. Um, yes, I think it was because. When the majority of the fans go against you, Gordon, it's okay for managers. And Alex an experienced manager and being a very successful manager. It's okay for managers to come out and say, yeah, I can take all the flack, I'm big enough. It hurts us. Uh, he's a human being. Um, I think it was the right time to go. But if it's the right time to go, surely it's the right time to have some them, someone to step right into place now and give the country a lift looking forward to the next game. Well, that may be but, the case. We'll find out in the yeah. coming days. We've had a month, weeks. though. Gordon's right. We've had a month. And if it was going to be done, I know people sometimes don't like knee-jerk reactions, but the result was that 
was that poor against Kazakhstan and, and underwhelming against San Marino that you would have thought it might have taken a week, ten days, but a month, almost a month has passed. You wonder what's went on that time. You wonder if they have been seeking someone, they've spoke, they've had positive meetings with them, and now's the time to move forward. Mark, if if the- nothing happens, then you've got to seriously question these guys that nothing's been put in place, that- especially with games in June coming up. It's not like we've got four or five months to just mm-hmm. sit in it and rest. There's important matches coming up and we need a manager for it. That's the next question, Gordon, because if you think, or if anyone thinks it is the right decision, you presumably think it was the wrong appointment. Therefore, where is the confidence that the guy who appointed Alex McLeish can appoint the right guy this time? I don't think that. Um, I think that uh, the SFA are coming under a lot of pressure, Gordon. Uh, it'll be really interesting. There'll be names thrown about left, right and centre. You'll get the experienced managers. Mark said already about guys in the building. I'm sure he's talking about guys like Malky Mackay, Scott Gemmell, under-21 manager. Would SFA look to see if they could take the country forward? Then you've got the other ones, like the David Moyes, for instance, out of jo- a out job. Uh, will we look at a foreign coach? People are shouting we want a younger one. They look at England. Look at what Gareth Southgate... You know, there's so much there. But I just hope that the SFA have got some answers and already got some answers just now, not in months to come. 01419511025. That's the number you need to have your say. First of all, was it the right decision? And then secondly, what next? Alec is in Motherwell. First up, hi, Alec. Hi, Gordon. Thanks for taking my call again. Uh, I just, I, I think it's a disgrace with the Saka guy. Because he can only play with the players that he's got it. There's that many call-offs, so he does his best to put the best team on the park. Now, why not sack the guys in the park? It was them at failed. No, I mean, it wasn't Alec McLeish. Did um, SFA, uh, are they going to call off Unfortunately, you can't. That's, that's the thing. I, 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 Alec, I know. I know, that's the thing with management. You, well, Alec, uh, I, assume, I assume the thought process is that there's a belief there that the players are good enough to not get beat 3-0 off Kazakhstan. Aye, well, what about the ones that... that well... I'm not going to throw accusations about it, but what about the guys that just weren't the fit for that game? So, it's a poison chalice, that job. Because see the next guy that comes in, if Scotland get a, a poor result against a weaker, a, a so-called weaker nation, he's going to be under pressure. But you know so the way, you, you, know this, you know the way this industry works, Gordon, because when Gordon Strachan was there, the one thing that everybody complimented Gordon Strachan was everybody turned up. You know, everybody wanted to be there. Everybody wanted to be involved. Gordon Strachan had two goes at it and failed, paid the price. Alex criticism, a lot of supporters out there were saying, well, there's players deliberately not turning up. And of course, you'll never be able to know. We'll never know from the outside 100% if that was the reason. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, you are looking for a manager who, who gets everyone to turn up. Yeah, you've got to you've got to buy into the manager's ideas. You've got to enjoy, and nowadays it's completely different because years and years ago you would have run from here to Glasgow Cross to, to try and get a game with Scotland. Players now concentrate in their clubs. That's where their big money is. Scotland, unfortunately, becomes second. The international team becomes second. So you've got to have a manager that players want to come. They want to enjoy it, they want to play, they want to try and be successful for the country. And that's how it's important that we get someone in 
that everybody buys into. I've got to say, I'm, I'm, Alec. I'm not in the camp that I think it's a poison chalice. I think we've got a great opportunity. I th- actually think we've got a, a very good squad of players. Now, I'm not saying we've got a brilliant squad of players, but I think we've got a squad of players that are, that are capable of doing things. I mean. You look at the boys that are playing down south. I know we keep mentioning Andy Robertson, but you've got to mention him. You know when he's he's played in consecutive Champions League semi-finals, going for the league. Guys like that who are captain. You know, and and the other young guy Ryan Fraser, who I mean, how many assists he got? You know, this season you've got the Celtic boys doing well. You know, I think we've got a great mix of, of young players, and with the right coach, I think it's possible for his. To achieve something And achieve something better Than we had In the last 14 months If we get everybody Together though That's the important thing uh, Alec you call it A poison chalice But at the same time This is an opportunity For a new manager To come in Win a couple of Playoff games And make history Take Scotland to a tournament For the first time Since 1998 The new guy Whoever he is Is literally two A couple of games Away from doing that That sounds like An alright proposition no. You know as well as I know, if the guy comes in and has a one bad result out of the two games, he's going to be under pressure, isn't he? Oh, listen, so we, who we in the right mind? Who in the right mind? Well, the second game who is against right Belgium, so uh, so I think he, he gets a wee bit of leeway. Whoever comes aye, in aye. in that game, the the important one is the Cyprus one. The SFA were running a risk because if Alex McLeish was still manager for the Cyprus game coming up in June, and when the season's finished, the crowd, you're. You're in danger of having the lowest attendance Probably for an international at Hamden Now if he gets someone A bit of a name in That excites people He comes in and he gets off He's got every possibility Of getting off to a good start With a decent batting behind him Then the Belgium one is a free hit And then take it from there So I I mean I think it's a real opportunity I, I keep hearing this Who would want this job? Who would want it? I think there should be loads of people That want this job Because it can't go any other way you can't. I don't think we can go any further backwards. I think we can only go forwards. And you'd said that they are Gordon with the playoffs. It's a real opportunity for somebody to come in and, and put a real mark and make a real legacy for themselves, taking a squad of players forward. And I just wonder, Gordon, on you go, Alec. So what if they get beat? What if a manager comes in, right? Let's just say, and I can't see them beating Belgium, right? But so it comes to Cyprus game, and let's just say, playing devil's advocate, that Cyprus and Scotland draw. How would you feel then? Get rid of him? No, no, you can't get rid of somebody after one game. The, the thing is, with Alex McLeish, is Alex McLeish had 14 months in, in 12 games, and he only won five of those. And and unfortunately for Alex, a few of his defeats were humiliating ones of teams that we should be beating. So that was his problem. But if somebody comes in and doesn't get a positive result against Cyprus, then you want to get rid of them after one game. I don't think that'll harm I think the squad of players we've got Even if Alex McLeish probably was in charge We would beat Cyprus So with a new guy I think it would just lift everybody uh, Just to bring you some more details on the story If you're catching up with it Maybe you've been working all day or whatever So Alex McLeish obviously relieved of his duties as Scotland manager um, The decision was announced by the Scottish FA After a lengthy board meeting today At the National Stadium 14 months in charge And the coaching team of Peter Grant James McFadden and Stevie Woods Will also 
uh, leave their roles I'll give you a brief part of the statement A Scottish FA spokesperson says They can confirm Alex McLeish leaves his role with immediate effect The decision was agreed collectively by the board As it's scheduled meeting today So this meeting was always set for today And in consultation with Alex His assistant coaches Peter Grant, James McFadden, Stevie Woods Will also leave Ian Maxwell added On behalf of the board I would like to place on record My thanks to Alec And his backroom team For their efforts In leading the national team Over the past 12 months uh, It goes on to say uh, It was only taken After full consideration By the board And after an honest And respectful conversation Between myself And Alex Earlier in the week Ultimately The performances And results As a whole In the past year And in particular The manner of the defeat In Kazakhstan Did not indicate The progress expected With a squad We believe to be capable of achieving more So that's the last point that we, we sort of mentioned there Thank you to Alec on the line Let's get the thoughts of Geoffrey in Gifnock Hi Geoffrey Hi um, Well I've got two points I want to make <coughs> One is the, the Scotland job mm-hmm. um, Any manager that takes that job Is in a hiding to nothing as the last caller said I mean I think the SFA have to Take some sort of responsibility For asking Alec McLeish to take the job. Um, yeah, I think it was a, a, a knee-jerk reaction to what happened before. Um, um, and I think something needs to be done with the SFA and the way they, de- they decide things. Um, we need some new faces on the board of the SFA. Yeah, listen, I think, I think that's the point that probably unites everyone Because even if you think it was right to sack Alex McLeish Or you think it was wrong to sack Alex McLeish You probably still lay a large portion of the blame At the feet of the people who hired them So that's actually the one thing that, that we can agree on Is that they will not be allowed to escape criticism on yeah, this Yeah, they've got to take it, Gordon Because we got ourselves in such a mess over the Michael O'Neill thing Everybody, I think, thought that was done and dusty and all of a sudden, Michael O'Neill decides, no thanks, it's not for me. And we were left in a real state. And I think it was a case of, well, Alex is available. He's been the manager before. He's experienced. Uh, he knows some of the guys in the SFA who have come out admittedly and said, well, you know, we're good friends. So it seemed to tick all the boxes for them. But I think the uh, the Tartan Army and the Scottish uh, supporters now have had enough. They really have. The SFA have got a massive job. They've made this big decision and I think they will get the backing of most of the supporters. But their biggest problem now is I really don't think they can get one more decision wrong. And obviously the next manager has got to be the right appointment or they may be losing their jobs as well. Uh, Jeffrey, what makes you say they're on to hiding to nothing, the next manager? Uh, it's just that um, whatever it does, as the, as the, last, the last caller said if he makes mistakes um it's we're, we're back to square one again we're we're, we're going to go round in circles with us we're going to keep going on and on and on we'll be looking for managers after we sack the the new manager i mean i don't know i don't know i don't know if the right people are in the sfa we should now maybe change the the whole board get some young people in Young men in that know about football. No disrespect to the current board. Um, it's just frustrating. It is really frustrating. Um, I know it was in back the Kazakhstan um, thing was embarrassing, but uh, I don't know. I think the whole SFA, the whole board, um, needs to be 
The sad thing is, Jeffrey, is his managers can be removed almost instantly. Like Alex McLeish today, instantly he's gone. The thing we are bored, and I think a lot is agree with what Jeffrey's saying there. It'd be great to see some young faces, but the problem is, is that's going to take some time. No, there's a structure uh, there that protects certain individuals. Exactly. So they're not going to be removed for the appointment of the next manager. So then that comes back to what Daz is saying there that they have to get this one right mm. because they can't feel again after having a manager for fourteen months. And sacking them Admitting that they got it wrong They can't get it wrong so quickly again How will Alex McLeish's time be, be remembered then Gordon? Because when it ends so quickly And you you know People saying you know, it was a disastrous appointment from the outset He had a couple of objectives One was to top the Nations League group Which mm-hmm. he did He then only got two games Of a qualifying campaign Now I'm not saying He clearly didn't do a brilliant job right? Let, let's be very clear about that But for someone to be An absolute failure A complete failure th- That that to me seems like the type of phrase you would attribute to someone who failed to qualify us for a tournament, who got us, you know, second bottom or bottom of our qualifying group. Alex McLeish didn't even really get the chance to fail miserably, if that makes sense. Because he only he's only ticked off one proper objective, and that was to get us to the Nations League playoffs, which which he did. Yeah, he achieved that. Gone. I feel for Alex McLeish because I think um, he'll be remembered by many. With his last two games And okay um, San Marino The result We won But Kazakhstan Was the one I think That everybody The minute mm. you mention Alec leaving the job That will be thrown up his face Alec McLeish Deserves a bit of respect He was a very Good manager And still is a very good manager Very experienced manager He took on a role A difficult one It's not worked out for him And uh, I think The majority of people Agree with the decision Do you agree or do you disagree? Let us know on the phones 01419511025 And the next question And it's a big one Who next? We've not had any names yet So suggest some names Who should take over from Alex McLeish And we'll hear from Derek McInnes After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here on the day Alex McLeish's second stint as Scotland manager came to an end So the question for you, do you agree with the decision? And who next? Because we certainly need someone to come in uh, and do a good job So who would you suggest? 0141 we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Kira McKenzie says It's been 20 years Since Scotland managed to get to a major tournament They've had about six different managers Surely you have to start thinking No matter who's in charge The problem lies at the top With the SFA A reform is needed Otherwise It'll be Groundhog Day again Let's hear from One of the names Just one of many That are been thrown in at this very early stage Aberdeen boss Derek McInnes he says a lot of managers will be attracted by the job um, but he does think the decision to sack Alex McLeish is harsh um, seven weeks to go until the next Euro 2022 qualifier um, uh, McInnes won't be drawn on him being linked with the post my sympathies go with, with Big Alec because he's um, what he is he's been a true patriot both as a player and a manager he's um, he was committed and dedicated to try and get the best results and I think that's clear, so disappointed on a personal basis for him. I think managing your country would have to be up there where the majority of managers who operate um, is some sort of ambition at some point. You know, I think whoever goes in is, is get, um, would be aware of the scrutiny and the pressures of the job but also the rewards of the job and it's that um, risk and reward. You know, The reward for qualifying for a, a tournament it would be... Fantastic um, 
for a manager out there, and I think there's a there's good talent in the squad. And uh, you know, this this campaign isn't over with, and I think that's what uh, I'm disappointed with. Alex, no, the chance to see it through. The bookmakers have already got a list of names. I'm no, I'm not getting drawn into that. You know, the the big fella's just lost his job today, and um, you know I've stated often enough about where uh, I see myself being here. I enjoy being here, um, uh, and I think it's uh, it's wrong of me to start talking about um, only when I find out half an hour ago. Clearly, the right way to handle it. You would, yeah. you would have to yeah. say it at this stage. I think it will be unavoidable though in the, the coming weeks that people will throw his name in. Is mm-hmm. it one that? That you would go yeah, for Well I mean Derek can't speak about it But we can um, Derek I think Will be A top candidate for it Now I know he's not Everybody's cup of tea But I think when you look at his His record at Aberdeen And what he's achieved there um, I, I think he's done a, a terrific job there The amount of semi-finals he's reached The amount of finals he's reached um, Is impressive And when you look at it You just wonder If he's taking Aberdeen As far as it can go with him um, if he, he, he seems to be He can't get over the line In terms of winning that second piece of silverware And that might just be enough for him to go I think Derek would be a player That the players would respond to The Scotland players would respond to I think he's he's got a great rapport With players I know that personally having, I, I played when he was my captain at Dundee United But he managed me at Bristol City And even when I, I was one of the guys When I wasn't in the team And a lot of the times I wasn't involved I was left out the squad but he was never a manager that I was in a bad mood with. He was always someone that would come and speak to me and you had a great respect for. I think players respond to a guy like that and I think you can see that throughout the years at Aberdeen that the players love playing for him. Um, so I think he'll be he'll be up there, but there is a number of names um, and I, I don't think he'd be a bad choice. My big worry about Derek obviously taking the Scotland job is he can't seem to win the big games at Hamden, which would come into a problem. <laughs> That's a joke. Come on. Oh, <laughs> he was waiting to get that in soon as you heard he Derek's interview. No, uh, I think he won at Hamden earlier this season yeah, against Rangers. Well, I think Gordon, you'll Gordon, find. Gordon, it was a complete joke, I right? Um, I do think that Derek McInnes will come in for serious contention of the job. I think he's one of these managers, and I think we're. Derek may If you'd asked me this Two or three years ago I'd have said No chance uh, He's a club manager But Next season You look at the investment I think Celtic Rangers Going to put into their clubs So I think they'll dominate Scottish football Which leaves Aberdeen really Derek having to rebuild again If he loses McKenna And players like that He's, he's top player He's captain Shinny He may just look at the Scotland job And say Do you know what That's a new challenge I would take that one Paul is in Mary Hill. Have you got a suggestion for us, Paul? <coughs> well, it wouldn't necessarily be my first choice, Gordon, but I don't think it's any coincidence that uh, Steve Clark has been a bit reticent in his commitment to Kilmarnock and you know, in the last couple of weeks and, and this happens just at this point. You know, I don't think that that's necessarily coincidence. I think Steve Clark would be the first choice of people with SFA. You say he's not your first choice, Paul. Why is that? Well, who, who would be? Derek McInnes all day long because I think he's the right age and I think that what he needs he needs the challenge of play, of working with the top players and I think it's the only thing missing for his career as a player and a manager that he you know he played in good sides he managed good teams and he built good teams but he must at some point hanker to work with the best that's around and you know and you're not obvi- you know obviously your national job gives you the opportunity 
work with the best players in your country. So I think that would be attractive mm. to him. I think he would bring a good energy to it, you know. We don't want to upset Aberdeen or Kilmarnock fans, but it's unavoidable. Take it as a compliment. We just spoke about Derek McInnes. What about Stevie Clark, as, as Paul's suggested? Well, well, we, we chatted about it after Kazakhstan, San Marino, and I, I thought Stevie Clark, I'm of the opinion that the Scotland job should be up there with the pinnacle of your career. So Stevie Clark's worked a lot down south. He's come up here. He's done brilliant with Kilmarnock. I think if he got offered the Scotland job, he would take the Scotland job. Daz, I know you're you're a different opinion. You think yeah. he would still like to stay in club management, though? No? Yeah, I, I do. I, I think that Stevie Clark's still got a bit to achieve in club management. You're right. To, to manage your country is a fantastic achievement, Mark. And you can also go back to, well... You can always go to a club job after it because he's still young enough. Um, another thing that would probably suit him is you're not day-to-day, so he could spend a lot more time with his mm. family down south. But I just think, I don't know, I, I may be wrong, Gordon, I just think that Stevie Clark eyes up a, a championship and I see Fulham being linked and teams like that. So I think Stevie Clark is mm. very clever enough to sit back and see what's his options. A lot of talk about it, you know, being a, a poison chalice was the phrase that Earlier caller used Now Scotland You don't need me to remind you Haven't been at a tournament Since 1998 Right So I know our expectations Are still quite high We still hope the next guy's going to do it But if someone comes in And doesn't get us to a major tournament Just like all the rest Over that period Does it really damage Their reputation that much That would prevent them Then going back into club no, management I don't think so I think guys like Say, let's take Derek McInnes for example Who's built his way up from St Johnson Bristol City Aberdeen You know built something Been successful with Aberdeen Taking a Scotland job Isn't going to hamper his reputation I don't think He's at that age I think it's if it's your last job You know if you're a, an older management uh, manager And you have ambitions of getting back in It may hamper you But as a young manager like Derek McInnes if he doesn't get to a, a tournament There's always going to be a mm. club Say like an Alec Neal as well A Jack Ross There's always going to be a club at the end of it So why would you not want to take that? Because you've got an opportunity It's simple Mark It's simple You're right in your arguments there It's up there But it's simple There's managers out there That love the day-to-day running of a football club Gordon And there's other managers that decide I'll take a step back And I'll have more time to mm. go and enjoy The other parts of life uh, Paul, the main or one of the main pre- the, the the main thing that Stevie Clark gets the credit for at Kilmarnock is that he has brought together a group of players and he's getting the most out of them. Perhaps players who, on paper, you, you think are a bit below the level, but there are some of their parts. He pulls them all together and makes them achieve great things. Is that the type of skill set that the Scotland manager needs? Absolutely, I think whilst you whilst you level that as Stevie Clark over the last what is it one and a half season or so, yeah, Derek McInnes has done it for a lot longer than that. You know, Derek, Derek McInnes has got more than the sum of his parts through all these Aberdeen squads. And for me, what he's also demonstrated is that he can get instruction over. He can get and people understand the role that they have to play on any given day because he will go into games against the old firm and he'll. You know, he'll shut up shop and park the bus, as they used to say, and, mm-hmm. like that, and they'll, they'll play in the break. And then he'll go against other teams and change the formation of the team and get them to play another way. Mm. So I think he's a good communicator. And, and going back to your question, yes, Stevie Clark does that, but I think Derek McInnes has mm-hmm. actually demonstrated it over a longer period of time. Yeah, listen, I accept it's become, an, it's become a very easy comparison, but only because it's true. 
Northern Ireland Look at what they managed to achieve With the right organisation mm. With the right leadership For all this criticism that We don't have a great squad of players And all the rest of it We clearly have a squad round about Maybe even better But certainly a squad round about the level mm. Of the Northern Ireland do squad not, Do you not think uh, Yes, would you, would you agree? Yes I think it's uh, better, Gordon uh, well, so, so do I But yeah. I'm just talking about uh, you know, at, at the very worst oh, the very It's a worst, similar yeah. level yeah. The manager that walks into this job Has got a great opportunity Because if you look at Some of our young talent Mark's saying about Robertson right Nobody doubts how good he is Tierney Celtic Forrest has still got a few years in him McKenna's there McTominay's playing Against Barcelona In the Champions League The other night there as well There's a lot of young talent out there And if you can get the right mix With a bit of experience mm-hmm. You can have a good team I mean granted There are holes in the squad We know that at the moment We're, we're kind of struggling For a striker Lee Griffiths Has had, this, has had his issues uh, Stephen Fletcher Came back in And looked great And then you know Had to go oh, and yeah. manage His injuries or whatever no, no, one's, no one's denying that But again I go back to it yeah. There are plenty of International teams out there Who don't have Brilliant 1-11s And manage to do things Of course And it's about I suppose finding a shape And having the right Organisation to, to plug those holes So I, I mean They're Right back I know we've got Stephen O'Donnell And Callum Parson That's played in there But that's That's a problem Strikers a problem But We've got enough good players In that squad To play Certain systems That you get away with You know And, and drag you through Games like that So If you've got the right Organisation And guys like Steve Clark And Derek McInnes Certainly can achieve that We've seen it in their club teams Then Gordon Wright We've got a right good mm. chance of, of doing something decent John James Irvin's on He says Totally agree McInnes has done all he can For the Dons The timing was just wrong for him With Celtic being far too strong Where the titles and cups are concerned All he could do Is progress in Europe I'd be delighted If he or Clark Took the Scotland job Thank you to Paul in Mary Hill Alan's in the West End What's your suggestion Alan? Uh, two points really panel In regards to the Scotland situation I think that being the manager of the national team and being the club manager are two different jobs. I think we need more of a coach than we do a manager. And I think they should give Scott Gemmell a chance. He's did really well with under-21s. And if we're trying to bleed younger players, then surely these guys will become, some of them will come through and blended with some of the really good players we've got that we could do, well, we can't do any worse. And we've absolutely no money. We had to get a benefactor to bail us out to buy Hamden, so... We don't even have a sponsor, so I think perhaps cash is going to dictate that we have to do that. And you, Scott Game, they did it with uh, Gareth Southgate. He wasn't didn't have a glittering club manager's career, but he's done okay with England. So maybe we should be thinking similarly. That's my point. I, I, I think I think yeah, England have done well, but I think we England we Gareth Southgate. I think the England team were at the end of a cycle where. The worst spaces for a, a good chunk of that under twenty one team who played under Southgate to progress naturally. I think the squad that we've got and Alex, Alex is this is down to Alex gave a lot of young players their international debuts. So the squad we've got is is full of quite young players, and even the more experienced ones aren't that old. We chatted about it in Kazakhstan. You know, Callum McGregor was the captain who's still pretty young. You look through the team, you're looking at real. Leaders who've got loads of caps yeah, behind I think it was them. Like 80 caps between the starting yeah, 11 There wasn't or something a lot. Like so it's not as if you can shift them out and bring in a whole load of young guys who've played under Scott Gamble. Listen, I get the point. Scott Gamble, I think, have, has done a, a pretty decent job at under 21 level. But I think the England system worked 
because it was almost a full shift and it's it's became quite a successful model. Don't know if it would work so much for us. Alan makes a fair point though, Gordon, and it's something that we're gonna to have to face up to. We are where we are mm-hmm. as a as a, a nation with the standing in, in world football, but also with the finances. So the, the chance of get, the chance of getting a guy with a glittering C V who's a massive name on the salary that we can offer is just it is unlikely. Unless he's desperate just to get back into football, Gordon. Sometimes managers Will take that stepping stone again And look at an international team And think right okay If I'm successful there Then I'll walk into another club job Like Alec McLeish left Scotland To go into Is it Birmingham? Yeah um, An opportunity came up for him So Yeah I, I think we've got to Just watch this Because we're Comparisons against England here Southgate Has worked Reasonably well for England That doesn't mean the same System mm. will work great for us yep. I don't know a lot about Scott Gemmell The only thing I, I do know a lot about him is He's in there He's doing well with the 21s He knows what it's all about Will he be given the opportunity? I don't know Final word to you Alan Even if it was short term I think it's worth a shout And I, I would like to hear the panel's view On whether they think that It's more a coach required at national level Than club level I think you need a manager to motivate at club level where I'm not so sure when guys are turning up free that they need motivation, they need tactics, they need coaching. Mm. I'm just um, interested to see what the panel think about that. Yeah, listen, I think you're right. I think it would be good to see a coach in there. You know, someone... uh, Again, we've got a good group of players and, and... Coached in the right way uh, Could you all, Just quickly Because we're running out of time yep. Could you also argue That there is the opposite Though because You only get them For a couple of days So yeah. you're not going to be able To get that much Tactical uh, again, information Again across. then it's It's or, about Trying to get as much time As you can with them I, I remember other managers Having get togethers At St Andrews And things You know Just fitting in time As much as they could So it's it's Kind of much about that as well Good points Alan In the West End But we're running late For the travel We're going to hear From a former Scotland boss next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Alex McLeish is no longer the Scotland manager. Is it the right decision? And who next for the hand and hot seat? If you've got anything on your mind with regards to club football, get that in as well. We'll do that in the second hour of tonight's show. Um, but let's move on with Alex McLeish We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB Anthony Friel says the Scottish FA should avoid Michael O'Neill His record when he started at Northern Ireland was terrible He won't be allowed to go two years without a win at Scotland Has to be Stevie Clark. Uh, I suspect the Michael O'Neill ship has sailed anyway mm. You'd have to imagine, wouldn't you? Oh, would uh, you put it past the SFA though, Gordon? To go back in? Well, let's not do that again, mm. come on Surely not So remember, we are at Clyde SSB And on the phone it's 01419511025 uh, Neil Lemon says Scotland don't need a coach We need a manager with motivational skills And tactical know-how This is in response to the previous yeah. caller Who wanted a bit more of a, a coach brought in Let's hear from a former Scotland manager George Burley uh, He says constant changing of the manager Won't bring success Burley says it was wrong to blame Alex McLeish For the results I don't know what the SFA had expecting um, Unfortunately over the last what 10, 20 years Scotland hasn't had so, you know, squad strong enough to win regular at international levels, and that's the reality. Uh, no matter who's in charge, um, you're only as good as the squad you've got. And um, you know, and as I say, uh, they keep changing things. There didn't seem to be any plan behind it. And as a nation, if you just keep changing your managers and 
you know, one to another who have, who have been top managers and top players for the country, I don't think you're going to go anywhere. I'm afraid of football. Um, every manager or team have off days. Uh, and to say it was because of one game, it's ridiculous. Um, as I say, the Scotland squad is not full of top-class players. I mean, I think the last strong squad we had was with Craig Brown. I was lucky enough to go to a World Cup and uh, with Jock Steen, and th- those squads were really strong. But when you look at um, the players we've got now, unfortunately, they're not, they're not top quality. It is a strange one in the sense that I know most people... Well, not most actually, because we've had a lot of callers on defending Alex McLeish. I know a lot of people agree, but international managers tend to be sacked for failure to qualify, mm-hmm. or something that's approaching failure to qualify. You know, if a if a campaign is is dead in the water and you've no real chance, those are the things that usually get a manager the sack. The only thing that you would say with sympathising with Alex McLeish, we, we we haven't reached that stage. He didn't fail in a campaign this time, and we're not actually close to failing in this one yet. I, th- I, I honestly, I said at the beginning of the show, Gordon, I think it was down to fans' power. Uh, I don't think the fans actually took to Alec uh, for the appointment. We've had a couple on the phone already, the first two calls, yeah, I think. Yeah, but I'm, ta- I'm talking about the majority. Um, the reaction after the last game, I wonder how much that played a part because everyone was getting it, weren't they? The Blazers, yeah, the yeah. players, the management. Yes. And, you know, listening to George Burley there, I, I totally understand that he can go back there and talk about the World Cups, about the players that he played with. And he played with some terrific players, you've got to say. But I think we have, if you look at the squad that we've got, I think with the young players and the players that are playing at such a good level now and the ability they've got, if you can get... See, everybody's saying we need a coach. I don't think we need a coach. I think we need someone that knows how to set up systems, play the best players in the best positions, and know how to change it very quickly. Because sure, as a coach. coach, no, no, I'm I'm talking about a coach that works day to day on different things. You know, day in day out. Mark, you don't have that amount of time. You're not going to improve these players individually. That's mm. the coach I'm talking about. Like Brendan Rodgers walks into Celtic and makes. X, Y and Z A lot better players By day to day coaching At Scotland level You don't get that time Mark the question to George Burley And to The other people who are saying Well we, the players aren't good enough Simple as that What do we do then? Do, do we just give know, up exactly. that? And, and, and I appreciate that you can't keep Binning managers all the time mm. but got, you... I, Listen I don't I don't agree I don't go down this road That the players aren't good enough I said earlier on the show I think we've got a good squad uh, And I think we've got players playing At a good level um, for for good clubs, you know, some successful, uh, you know, take the Celtic boys who who know how to win things, win trophies. They've got that behind them. Take the boys who like Andy Robertson are playing at the top. Ryan level. Fraser, Ryan Touted Fraser, for a move to I Arsenal. Mean, these guys, these guys are playing at a very very good level, and I know we've got holes in the squad, but even guys like McKenna and Suter, who I think are very very good centre halves, Suter's getting tip going to Rangers, Craig Levine's Perhaps mm. saying they could go elsewhere They're good players Gordon I don't go down that road That George Burley's saying there That our players are poor No way Darrell's in Cumbernauld What do you think Darrell? Hi panel How are we doing? Good um, thanks There's only one point I want to make tonight Is this The sacking of Alex McLeish It comes at no surprise To a lot of people That I speak to Day in day out um, I've got my uncle My cousin and my papa They've gave up their um, You know Their, their membership With mm-hmm. the Tartan Army As soon as McLeish Went in charge Because he knew that He's failed before. What 
what sign has he put across to make people think that he's not going to fail again? Which he has done in my eyes and quite a lot of people's eyes. Um, the squad of players that we've got now is probably one of the best squads that we've had for a long time. And we're still underperforming compared to even back to going to Gordon Strachan. Gordon Strachan done a much better job, albeit we didn't get the results that we were looking for. The way they were playing, you know, the players that he was picking and all that, it was it was great to watch. But, as I say, the results weren't it so. Um, as I say, Alex McLeish, I think it was only a matter of time before he was gone. How much has that played a part, Gordon Deal? Because you remember the reaction when he got the job. There is a bit of a feeling that he was on a bit of a hiding to nothing. But at the same time, if you win enough games, all, all that stuff goes away. But you remember it all, not everyone wanted Alex McLeish. The very first press conference, Alan McRae's asked, why You know, why yeah. is he the right man for the job? The and the best we can offer at the start is that they two go way back. And he was on his testimonial committee. All that stuff just stuck with people, didn't it? Yeah, and I think a lot of people thought that at that time, after the scenario with Michael O'Neill, we were desperate and we went for Alec. Now, I don't think it was the biggest gamble in the world because Alec, at that time, was needing a job. He knows he, he played for the country. He was brilliant. Uh, he managed the uh, the country. He's managed at top levels. So And he's won trophies. So as much as, yeah, I don't think the it was handled particularly well. And I think it turned a lot of supporters against Alec right away. Let's not be kidded here, Gordon. There was a lot of supporters sitting Just waiting in Alex's first bad result To jump on that bandwagon And the minute they got on that bandwagon And then it wasn't helped with the last two performances And it just snowballed from then Alec, to me, never stood a chance And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm glad for Alec Because uh, I know him And he's a terrific guy I'm glad that he's actually out of that situation Because I don't think No matter what Alec went on to do he would have got the pats in the back uh, They D- deserved Darrell have you got a name for us A suggestion um, I don't No not really I think The timing's not very good uh, Would you be willing to look outside Scotland Darrell I don't see why not I mean I was even thinking about I mean get shit myself on the foot here But Likes are like Sam Allardyce You know I mean Oh my god Oh God, I, I knew that was coming right? <laughs> oh my God. Not, not, not as a long term replacement But short term I think you know He'd ideal short term to get us through The sort of group stages that we're in the now But long term I'm not too sure I'm, uh, Hopefully somebody young yeah. Hopefully somebody Scottish But somebody young Does, 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 does that sit matter? down have a cup of tea And then phone his back please <laughs> Does it matter Mark? Scottish, non-Scottish I don't think it does I think we're at the stage now That uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter who we get As long as they are a good coach Who attracts the players I think that's the important thing Attracts the players to come back You know Less of the retiring And oh I'm injured And I have to Put my club You know We need our best players And whoever comes in Needs the best chance Thanks to Darrell and Cumbernauld Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday Thursday nights beat the pundit Always a good chance for you to get, By the way We're, we're having a, a What a week we're having How? The what? listeners have won Every night this week Monday comes to an end Tuesday And Wednesday yeah. We have never had anything like this before So your chance to make it Four in a row For the listeners On beat the pundit Is right now 0141 951 1025 Be quick Because you only have Until the news At 7 o'clock 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The big news today is that Alex McLeish is no longer the Scotland manager. We're looking for his successor. So keep the calls coming in on that one. If you want to talk club football, of course we can do that as well. We're going to hear from Johnny Hayes. On Neil Lennon We've got Jimmy Nickel On Rangers Progress And the Scottish FA Have announced That Scott Brown's hearing For the events Following the Old Firm game Has been brought forward Now what that means Is if he were to be banned um, It wouldn't be For the Rangers game Now every club can Do this They can request the hearings To be brought forward But that's the news Coming out of Hamden today As well as Alex McLeish uh, We'll do that After we play this Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. And well, seeing it's a holiday weekend and some people are out enjoying themselves early, Derek has texted in to say, Mark Wilson for the Scotland job, great coach, great guy. Uh, hope he's enjoying his night. Um, let's, get to beat, let's get to beat the pundit though. Kenny from Motherwell is tonight's contestant. Hi Kenny. Alright guys, how are you doing? Not too bad Kenny, how are you? Alright. Have you got, All right, a vi- you got a victim in mind out of these two? Um, no, 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 no. Before Kenny, have you not? No, I've never managed to get on beat the pundit. Have you not? This is going bad. Bad night for you, mate. No pressure, Kenny. But the listeners have won I? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't often happen. So the chance for you to make it four in a row. Oh, that's some pressure. Exactly. Give me a mushroom then. <laughs> You're right, Kenny. <laughs> I'm done. Heads is Mark Wilson. Tails is Gordon Diel. And it is, you've got your wish It's the mushroom Mark oh, Wilson Kenny. up against Kenny Oh, oh you have Kenny. a nightmare, Kenny uh, Just you be quiet I'm going to give you some Clyde 2 to listen to Give me the thumbs up, yes And we'll get Kenny's clock up and running Kenny, 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yep, go for it Which Scottish team is nicknamed the Gable Endies? Pass Who managed Kilmarnock from 2011 to 2013? Um, Calderwood In what year did Alex McLeish manage Scotland in his first spell? Uh, 2012 Ryan Gold is on loan at Hibs from which team? Pass Motherwell to sign Liam Polworth from which Scottish club? Um, Cali Thistle Who was the first Scottish team Alan Stubbs played for? At Celtic Where did Lewis McLeod go after Rangers? Uh, him <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring Mark Wilson back uh, Mark can you hear us? Aye I'm back One will do it <laughs> <laughs> You ready? Yep Same set of questions okay. to you Which team is nicknamed the Gable Endies? Or both Who managed Kilmarnock from 2011 to 2013? Mixie Patlion What year did Alex McLeish manage Scotland in his first spell? 2007 Ryan Gold is on loan at Hibs from which team? Sporting Lisbon Motherwell are to sign Liam Polworth from which Scottish club? Inverness Cali Thistle Who was the first Scottish team Alan Stubbs played for? Celtic Where did Lewis McLeod go after Rangers? Bradford Okay I don't know Kenny you wanted the mushroom What are you whispering? Did it go how you expected it to? Aye It would have been better if you hadn't shown him the answers Oh I didn't show him the answers Oh come on Kenny I'm a wealth of knowledge I'm team, I'm team listener At all times I would love nothing more For four in a row Let's find out If we got it First question Which team is nicknamed The Gable Endies Montrose oh, yeah. so Next you, year bro You both uh, got that wrong uh, Who managed Kilmarnock From 2011 to 2013 
I was going to go McCulloch, but it's not, is it? Kenny Shields. Shields. Kenny Shields. You both didn't he? got that wrong. In what year did Alex McLeish manage Scotland in his first spell? 2007. Yes. So Mark Wilson goes 1-0 in front. Ryan Gold is on loan at Hibs from Sporting Lisbon. Only Mark Wilson got it. He goes 2-0 up. Uh, Kenny, I was nervous for you. As a Motherwell fan, if you'd gotten this one wrong, but you, you, you held your nerve. Inverness, Cali Thistle. That's where Motherwell are getting Liam Polworth from. But sadly for you, Mark got it as well. It's 3-1. It then goes 4-2 Because you both got Alan Stubbs First Scottish club Was Celtic um, Where did Lewis McLeod Go after Rangers Kenny said him And <laughs> Mark, Mark Wilson Said Bradford Brentford yeah. The answer was Brentford Oh so close uh, Kenny right. Not enough for you 4-2 to Mark Wilson On the night Hardlines Full blown rage mate ah, <laughs> Unlucky Kenny Enjoy your weekend <laughs> <laughs> a better Cheers. chance against the L perhaps You lost on Tuesday So you're on a bit of a oh, losing I, I streak I was in a fire, fire there nah, Absolute fire Restore some pride for the pundits Yeah and the younger Wait till tomorrow to night well. Wait till tomorrow night Yeah funnily enough Tomorrow night is the Clyde One Super Scoreboard pub quiz It kicks off tomorrow At the Drygate Brewing Company Doors open at half past seven Now it sold out in just a couple of hours We did manage to secure uh, An extra couple of tickets today So I think there are four remaining So if you fancy it You want to come along And join the guys for the quiz Try and win a cash prize Take part in the Q&A With some of the team uh, Then head along to our Twitter feed At Clyde SSB And the details are all on there You looking forward to it? Oh big night but Big night for us It yeah. really is um, I'm delighted I'm the team of the Mushroom And Hugh Amber uh, which I think Will be the strongest <laughs> Candidate the <laughs> I'm no confident Because Listen Our listeners They know a lot of stuff uh, Yeah more, When it comes more to trivia More than you lot more Absolutely than us, yeah, so. Do you think so? Oh Hands down I've got I seriously fear for you As mm. long as we don't finish last That's But the question is Will Roger Hanna make it To join your team If he that, makes it He should have a team of his own Because we would We'd bring him down You know We'll wait and see for you Listen, how many balls are going out of this studio? None. I listen on a Tuesday. To yeah, you and well, him and he makes you sound clever. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen something. <laughs> one four one. Somebody with a fake t-shirt on. Oh, one <laughs> These two are honestly murder. You're trying to move on and have a bit of seriousness, but during the news, Gordon Deal asked Mark Wilson if his t-shirt was fake. That, that's the level of conversation he has. And it, and Mark then stupidly admitted that he sometimes sleeps in the t-shirt that he is wearing to work. I wear this to bed sometimes. I don't know why I've got this on the day. I, I just I, I wasn't expecting to take my jacket off, but standards in here are slipping. Right, let's uh, speak to Josh, who's in Irvine. Hi, Josh. All right, lads, how's it going? Good, hey, thanks, Josh. Gordon, is that right? Uh, Clyde One's agreed to pick up the bar tab tomorrow night. I think Hugh Keevans might. We're going to try and convince <laughs> him to do it out of his own personal wealth. Um, but if you've ever spent time with him, I think you'll understand it's unlikely. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, lads. I couldn't phone in earlier. I was. Uh, I, I had to go to the gym. Dale knows what I'm talking about. Um, just on um, uh, Alec the day. Um, to, uh, relieved is probably the the word I would I would use to describe how I'm feeling the day. Um, the the number was up after Kazakhstan, um, and I think now the absolute number one target has to be Steve Clark, um, which probably leads me on to my second point. Um, and that anybody who is saying uh, I've, I've heard you saying a couple of guys I've, I've tweeted in and that, and a couple of guys have phoned in whatever thing, um, that the team is full of players that are only good at football, um, and. Uh, what I would say to that is 
that these people, in my opinion, don't understand football uh, because the team that we have is class. Uh, the players that we have are... I, I mean, I look at the players that we've got now and I compare them to like-for-like position-wise 10, 15 years ago and I think the players that we I see on the pitch now are better. They're playing at a better level. They're more athletic. They're more technically gifted. Um, so with the right manager um, vis-a-vis in my opinion, Stevie Clark, um, I think there is scope there to really kick on and uh, go for this campaign. What is it about Clark's management then that you think would translate well to international football? Do you know, he's quite... He strikes me as a kind of Walter Smith-type character um, in that he goes in and he sets he sets his team up with a structure that, I mean, what from what I understand from my contacts, um, is that a lot of the players in the dressing room don't, didn't know, you know, there wasn't really a, a, a kind of knowledge of what they were doing on the pitch, what their roles were on the pitch. Um, and I think that's something that Stevie Clark would give us. He's the type of guy that he's, he's a wee bit scary, um, at, at least that he comes across that way. Um, so I think that would kind of rein in the, the players that are part-timers, the guys that are dropping out, um, you know, as soon as they, they pick up a wee niggle or, or whatever, you know, you're... Um, Certain players that are doing that, uh, and uh, thirdly, he's um, yeah, he, he, he just he get he gets the players to to be better than the sum of their parts, which is um, definitely what we're needing. Mm. Gordon, go with that. I, th- I think Stevie Clark um, is the favourite amongst a lot of the supporters, Gordon, and I totally understand it for the job. You know, he's went into Kilmarnock, lifted the full place. Um, you know, got a bunch of guys there that there's no real superstars amongst them. And I think Josh is right. What I've heard of Stevie Clark and his methods at Kamarna, and I've actually sat and watched him on the training ground. He's very well organised. Um, every player before they go onto the pitch knows their, their responsibilities and their duties. And they carry that out to the letter. And um, he gets success with it. So I'm not surprised that a lot of callers tonight They're mentioning Stevie Clark But I will get back to the old saying Some managers like the day-to-day running Whether Stevie Clark's that manager Time will only tell Can Scotland get in and persuade him to be their manager? Kilmarnock fans will hate hearing that But it'll be interesting to see Because he's got to be in the radar He's got mm. to be But whether Stevie Clark fancies Being an international manager or a club manager only he knows. Josh, would you be open to the suggestion of a non-Scottish manager? Well, do you know this? This is this is something that that guys in the Tartan Army talk about all the time. Um, the idea of somebody and that there's you know there's people that are for it and against it. I'm probably one of the people that's against it. I just love. I'm, I, I mean, I, I've got nothing against having you know foreign managers etc. But I just really, you know, when we get a big win. It's 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 great to to know that the guy managing the team is as buzzing as you, and that's I mean a lot of folk a lot of chat is saying the likes of Slavin Bilic and and, and other names, um, and I, I don't doubt that guys like that would come in and, and give a hundred percent and and possibly do very well, but the idea um, is um, 
I don't, I don't know. It just, it just, it's, it's never sat well with me. Josh, but, surely, surely, sorry for interrupting, but surely you're talking there about foreign managers. I wouldn't care if it was a foreign manager. In my yeah. opinion, in my opinion, it's as simple. It's the best manager for the job. If they get results and they're successful with Scotland, I'm not really too bothered that if they're jumping about the dressing room open bottles of champagne and celebrating. It's all about a results-driven well, business. Well, brew, wouldn't it? That's the, yeah, that's I, the problem. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's diet, Gordon. Josh goes to the gym, he knows the physique that I've got. Um, <laughs> but you look at club level as well. People talk about, well, he needs to know the club. No, you don't. You need to know what your job is. You need to be good. Look at, for instance, Liverpool. They've not got a, a player, uh, a manager in there that was a player and knew the history of Liverpool and been brought up. They've got the best man mm. for the job. And I don't care if it's it, foreign or not. It's difficult, Mark Wilson, because you can always pluck any example to suit your own your own feelings on it. You can go, oh, no, no not again. Bertie Vokes, look what happened there. Um, but it's far too easy to do that. I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean you never do it again. Having then said that, the, 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 the team's closest to us, and I'm Talking geographically um, Michael O'Neill was a great fit for Northern Ireland Chris Coleman was a great fit for Wales You know, yeah. guys who were from that country I don't know what that means for Scotland No, I mean if you're going to say it's a Scottish manager You you fairly narrow your search, don't you? Yeah. I mean it, it comes down to You know, Steve Clark, McInnes, Moyes Real, I mean, who else are you talking about? I, I've seen uh, Paul Lambert's name getting mentioned But I mean, that's what, that's what you end up doing You narrow yourself down So for me, I, I wouldn't mind if Would it's a former like manager. Alex Neil be out the question. He just yeah. signed a new contract, didn't he, yeah. with I Preston? Th- I think Jack Ross is another one that's in people's lips. But Must I admit, I would like true. to see a young manager. I, I would th- like to see it. I say it a few, four weeks ago, I would like to see a young manager like that come in. And, and just somebody really relatable. But I don't think I don't think they would, they would go. Again, it, it goes back to the argument. People say, oh, he's too young. He likes club management. But they were, they're always going to have that club management Having a Scotland manager on your CV Is surely going to do wonders for you When it comes to getting a club when, job when so I would like to see Mark, that how, where, where are you going here with this? I'm just seeing so an 18 year old so, <laughs> so I can rule myself out quickly <laughs> But you know I, I mean I think I think it would, would work I mean we've went down the The guys at the end of their managerial career almost You know for years And it's not worked it's not got us anywhere All right, So why you. not change Thanks to Josh and Irvin It's 01419511025 On Twitter Derek is on Scotland need to appoint a manager Who has had to manage players Without millions At his disposal Someone who can take a team up divisions Or save teams from relegation Only then Will Scotland progress With the players We've got You have to admit That it's, it's going to have to be Someone like that anyway Because mm. Like we said Financially mm. If you are a guy Who has the choice between a good few million quid a year at the bottom end of the, the say the English Premiership or the top end of the Championship and what we can offer that that does change things yes I accept that people would say the emotional side of it and it should be the pinnacle of your career I get that but at the same time if you're comparing two salaries that are completely different that that's an issue oh guaranteed nowadays and it's <sighs> years and years ago Gordon you would maybe you would maybe get a a job that's what well, 50 grand a difference or whatever and you would look at that and think right that's the best stepping stone for me that's the best job for me I would think I could succeed in that now you're right you're talking about millions of pounds you know down that England uh, English Premiership and even the Championship the money they're making down there is incredible and Scotland couldn't get near that uh, but you you just might find and I'm not saying for one minute 
I'm not saying because it wouldn't be my choice. But you might find somebody like David Moyes who's out the game and he looks at this as a next project for him. And if the SFA went and approached him, okay, we can't give you the millions that you're used to getting at the Manchester United's, West Ham's, Everton's, but we're giving you an opportunity to come and manage a country. David Moyes just might look at that and think, yeah, I would take that. So I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling, Gordon, it will come to that. I think the SFA will go for David Moyes. He's a high profile name who's out of job, like you say, who would, who's not going to command a, a astronomical wage. There's no compensation involved. I think they might just go for that. Another sort of easy option. And I say that because it's, it's happened in the past. I think they will offer him. I mean, listen, he's clearly not enjoying a, a brilliant time managerially. That's why he's available. So you acknowledge that first and foremost, but. With his reputation With his past Might he be the type That could attract The, the, the players Or make them More interested uh, Than they appear to be Well I think he I think he's a man that, that could do that Because You look at his years At Everton Outstanding manager At Everton And hugely successful In terms of the way They played And the position They got Everton to uh, Where they got them to And then the man new manager When you've been Man United manager it brings a certain Prestige to you And you don't just mm. Lose that you know, from from a, a bad spell, so he might just be the man that could attract guys in. Stevie and Bailison, what do you think? Uh, how are we doing, guys? All right. Yeah, good. Uh, been, been, been listening, obviously since then. Uh, can I make a wee quick point to Gordon? Uh, Gordon Dale, my big Spurs fan, mate. Sorry, mate. We had killers last night, Stevie. So it doesn't really okay. matter. But Gordon, we'll Gordon, I was on the flare when Sterling scored. And then I was on the I was on the couch when when I get chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Steve. I wish you all the best. I hope you get knocked out. Feel sorry, mate. Sorry, but my point's obviously I, I think Scott Gemmell should get it. Mm. Uh, my reason behind it is obviously guys like John Kennedy, Scotty Gemmell. They know all these boys. I mean, obviously the the young boys seem to do well in like two-on tournaments and stuff like that. And I think just promoting them. Up to like the full team, you'll probably find that a lot more players will turn up for guys like John Kennedy, even throwing in a, an Alan McCoist, I mean a Jim Duffy. You know what I mean? Just you no know, guys like that to try and like, like guide them and give them a bit of experience. You know what I mean, to help them because we're only a couple of games away. Let me know, fail at the Nations League because we'll get the, the safety net of the, the playoffs. But we take something off of Cyprus. Belgium's a free hat, and then we just have a go at Russia. So we will not mean, but we need the players to turn up mm. for that. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly follow the logic. A lot of Scott Gemmell's best work has been done sort of with the 17s and 19s. Um, he's not been in the 21s job a great deal of time. Oh, it's yeah. not for years and years, certainly. Um, it's a tough one because you, you get what Stevie's saying, someone who would be in touch with the young players, but it seems at the moment we have an issue with keeping the experienced guys on side rather than. Yeah. Because even and, look at McTominay He's playing with Man United He's young but he's enthusiastic He's there all the time mm-hmm. A guy who plays at that level And has to sit mm-hmm. on the bench But you know he's, he's still there It seems that the problem's actually at the other end yeah. Guys dropping off due to retirement Guys managing injuries Yeah, oh, listen, you're right I mean that's what we need to avoid um, And maybe a, a manager, the right manager Would would entice someone in back Would we want them back? That's another question But you know, a, a certain name would would stop that from happening and that's what I think disappointed a lot of Scotland fans I is that think, what you think goes against Scott Gemmell or for Scott Gemmell then? Um, I don't know if Scott Gemmell would be the name to 
to, to do that Nothing against Scott Gamo I just think You know I think he's been In the 21's for For a limited period And I think he's done A decent job there But I think a guy like See Moyes Now David Moyes Wouldn't be my first choice But And being the Man United manager Players just think That He's got that experience Man United manager Big name I'll turn up and see what he's like He must be a great coach Blah blah blah, blah This that and the other Scott Gamble might not come across that way or, That sounds or, harsh in Scott Gamble but Or are we not giving players enough credit Gordon Might they think Well do you know what That's bold It's fresh It's different And I want a piece of that Yeah and they might look to see Right okay What's he going to offer What's his ideas What's um, You know What's he bringing to it um, I'm, uh, Every every manager appointment Gordon's a gamble So I'm, as long as they find someone that can get a good team on mm. the pitch, I'm quite happy whoever it is. Thank you to Stevie and Bailison. Uh, Balloon is on Twitter, says Billich, if he'd come, standout candidate for me, has international experience and managed in the UK. Uh, we're going to take a look at some of the club issues as well, but you can keep your calls coming on McLeish if you want. And a full time teaser next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Time for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL to tackle tonight's full-time teaser just to warm you up for the Clyde One Super Scoreboard pub quiz tomorrow. Uh, Chris Doherty has sent tonight's question in. We're going back a bit here. Mm. I feel like most of the questions we've had recently are sort of recent. We're We're going back. How far back? We're testing your history here, I would say. Can you name the top 12 Scottish goal scorers in European Cup or Champions League, excluding qualifiers? So none of these guys that have racked up four and five against minnows. Can you name the top 12 Scottish goal scorers in Uh European Cup slash Champions League, excluding the qualifiers? Right, okay. What about top 12? Is Mo Johnson, (laughs) Mal McCoyce must be one. Mo Johnson Charlie Nichols Right whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You want to suggest all of those Joe Jordan Kenny Douglas Right which ones Every single one Right let's do them one by one Right That's if you say none of them Mo Johnson Yes Get in there Brilliant Alan McCoy Yes Yes, yes. Okay I forgot I forgot who's The Gleish must be up there Gleish He's top Well done Joe Jordan No Um. Who else did I say Dennis Law Yep Dennis Law The law man I, I spoke to him When I signed myself He's a lovely guy <laughs> Did you really? Yeah I swear You sure? I, honest on, on the chippy life. No 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 He was sitting outside Billy McNeil's office He come up Daz welcome to city oh. You'll be a great addition <laughs> How wrong he was <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, He's more of a player Than a player spotter then clearly. He went One day You'll make it to the top And you'll work with the mushroom He's jammy top on <laughs> 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 right, uh, Kenny Dugleish, Dennis Lally, McCoy, Mo Johnson. One more from you, Mark. John Robertson. Nah, right, we'll leave yeah. it there. Okay, yeah, you can help us out at Clyde SSB uh, on Twitter. We will leave it there. Pretty much all the calls coming in are for the Scotland job or for Alex McLeish. So we will get to that. I just wanted to cover off a couple of other uh, talking points. The one I mentioned briefly earlier on, and that is that Scott Brown's hearing with the Scottish FA has been brought forward. It's got everyone arguing. Uh, on Twitter So what this basically means Is that If he were To receive a two match ban Then he would be available for, He would now be available For the Rangers game You can see why fans Are getting worked up about this But Clubs can request For a change of date For hearings As long as it's a reasonable request And that law was 
try to be accommodated So is it a big deal? Is well, it not a big if, deal? It's, if it's allowed If any other club can do it Then of course Celtic Would want their captain Playing in that game So If it's breaking no rules Is it? I can't see the problem in, in Celtic doing it Everybody I think every club Would would want their, One of their most Influential players On the park So if there's something That they can do about that Then Then they'll do it And Celtic's exercise that right And I think what, The problem with it is Gordon It's quite rare Because most of the hearings We get are fast tracked mm. Issues You know The violent conducts The off the ball ones the, They're, they're fast tracked So it is done and dusted with a, Within a couple of days But the nature of Scott Brown's charge Meant that the hearing Was always going to be Some way in the future And that's what leaves The scope for, for clubs To rearrange it yeah, uh, I can understand that Celtic are quite within their rights But you know that uh, Glasgow uh, will look at this from certain aspects And different supporters saying Well, it's only benefiting Celtic if he mm. wins it That uh, Well, he loses it and obviously he's banned And he still can play against mm. Rangers So that's uh, not going to be the end of it, Gordon But if they're, if they're within their rights that, uh, No rules broken then why not if you're Celtic? What I particularly like about the conspiracy theories surrounding this one is that according to Twitter, if you think back, Celtic fans would have you believe that Scott Brown is only up on this charge in the first place because the SFA's disciplinary um, procedure is anti-Celtic. But now the Rangers fans are saying that the movement the movement of the hearing proves that it's anti-Rangers. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not really sure where we're at yeah. with the conspiracies on this one. Um, maybe we can get some sort of consensus. Yeah, but does it does it... <laughs> Make you think that Celtic think he will be, he will be banned. Then I've no idea. Yeah, well, if they've if they've been asked to move forward, you wonder if Celtic are thinking there's a good chance that this could be upheld, and uh, we'd rather them miss a couple of games before that than actually miss the Rangers game. Let's hear a bit from Johnny Hayes. He's been speaking today. The Celtic winger. He's come back into the team uh, a lot recently, um, and he says that Neil Lennon has an, an infectious enthusiasm. For Celtic He says he's never experienced a manager To have a passion for a club like it um, And he believes it's rubbing off On the players Here's what Johnny Hayes had to say You can see how much he loves the club How much he wants us to win It can only be a positive for us When, when you, you have someone That brings that desire into the change room you have Players that want to win games You've got some Celtic fans in the dressing room That want to win games Know what it means to be Celtic But now we've got, we've got a manager that uh, I've never seen a manager of a club as much as the gaffer loves Celtic. I've seen in the dressing room already some of the, the lads, the foreign lads who obviously have only been here maybe short term and they can see how passionate the manager is about the job and how much he wants us to win every game um, and you, you definitely can see it rubbing off. It's just general enthusiasm around the place. He's Every day you can see he wants, he wants the best, he wants, he wants the players the best. No different to obviously the previous manager as well but, but um, imagine how that really wants us from the bottom side to win every game um, he knows not just for the players not just for the sake of winning trophies but he knows for everybody out there supporting the club as well Now Ryan's a Rangers fan in the Gorbals but wants to talk about Neil Lennon is this in relation to the Scotland job Ryan? Hi guys how you doing? Yeah good thanks <laughs> uh, It was just a question that I wanted to put to the panel um, I personally don't think that Celtic are going to appoint Neil Lennon uh, full time regardless if he gets the treble or not. Uh, I've seen the day that Rafa Benitez is kind of saying to his players that he's not willing to talk to them about contract renewals because his is up on the 30th uh, of June. Uh, and I know that he's been linked to the 70th job, I think, that 70th are probably going to go all out 
uh, and go for somebody of Benitez's ilk to try and stop uh, Rangers obviously progressing again because I think they have over the last 12-18 months get that bit better so I think Celtic really want to secure the 10 in a row and obviously do a bit better in Europe so I think Benitez might be a shout what does the panel think about Lennon maybe getting the Scotland job if he thinks he's not going to get the Celtic job full time who wants to take that one Mark Wilson first um, oh, I don't know about that one I don't know if if the SFA would go for for a Neil Lennon um, I think I think Neil's a very good coach and we said you think he's a better fit than a McInnes sorry I'd say would you say he's a better fit than a McInnes or a Clark I'd say he's more experienced uh, uh, in, in terms of experience in terms of playing in Europe and stuff like that Neil certainly showed that he's he's capable uh, of winning games on the continent and he knows how to you know shape up teams and, and play against the best so I don't think that would be a worry I think he's a very good coach I think he also ticks the box uh, a very good motivator I think he has a name as well that would attract what we were chatting about earlier attract players to come and want to play for him uh, and he's a likeable character when you're in his company I understand the divide with Rangers you know supporters not liking him but when you're in his squad he's a very likeable character players want to play for him however I don't know if he's a man that the board that we have at SFA level just now would go for I think in the past they tend to go for safer options um, than Perhaps Neil Lennon would would be uh, Ryan. As a Rangers fan, then you're well you're well placed to answer this. What do you think? Does the fact that he is Neil Lennon, he's the Celtic manager, maybe the former Celtic manager, he's clearly can be or, or has been divisive. Whether that's his fault or not, I'm not making a judgment on that. I'm just saying you know the way people uh, feel. W- would you be happy with that appointment? To be honest, personally, I think that he's a wee bit, like Mark says, he's a wee bit too controversial. Uh, there's a lot of Rangers supporters, as you know, that are all out about the SFA being against them, all that sort of stuff. So I think that would kind of rule him out. But the style of football that he plays, all I care about being a Scotland supporter is I want us to get an attacking-minded football coach. See the players that we've got, the best players that we've got, they're better going forward than they're defending. So I would rather get beat four three than like get beat two one. Do you know what I mean? Against some of these teams that we've played against recently, but I would rather just go for a throw it and get beat, but four nothing even. It wouldn't matter just as long as we're gone and attacking teams and using our best players. Because at the end of the day, if you score one nil in our team, you're going to win. That simple. Gordon Deal, Neil Lennon for Scotland. Um, no, I don't think it'll happen, Gordon. I think Neil will be totally concentrating on trying to cement the Celtic job. I can understand what Ryan's saying there about Benitez and there's a lot of names getting thrown about. Neil still to get uh, past Hearts in the Scottish Cup final for a treble treble. Um, I think Neil would prefer to be the Celtic manager. Um, and I think Ryan makes a point there about, you know, there'd be a lot of um, supporters... You know, uh, Scotland supporters stroke Rangers supporters probably not happy with Neil Lennon what if he's the right man for the job in a footballing yeah, sense it's the same with I, I think that's what happened with Alec as well I think Alec uh, was on to hiding in nothing when he came back and I know there was talk well he jumped ship before but it's just it's just the culture here that sometimes that happens Gordon um, I don't think Neil would probably fit the SFA I think Neil's very outspoken He's very He's his own man 
Um, and I just don't think it'd be a fit. I'm not saying he's not. I, I like Neil Lenz, a coach, manager, everything. I'm not saying that ability. I'm just saying I don't think it'd be a fit. Okay, Ryan's a Rangers fan who's suggesting Neil Lennon or throwing the name in. Thanks for that, Ryan. George is a Celtic fan, also wants to talk about Neil Lennon. Hi, George. Good evening to the panelists. Hello. Hey. Really good evening, guys. Uh, I, I think uh, the last one, the last call there, Neil Lennon for Scotland. I think I'd rather see Neil Lennon go anywhere apart from Celtic. Uh, I couldn't take the guy the first time round. I, I don't. I don't uh, really. His passion for the club is incredible. I think he's a, a really passionate fan. I, do, I just think the job's too big for Neil Lennon. And I think after the fan scene that Brendan Rodgers brings, and watching Neil Lennon over the since Brendan Rodgers has left the club, and watching Neil Lennon in the last half a dozen games, the fans have made up their mind, guys. Have you done a survey today? I could guarantee the majority of Celtic fans will say they don't want Neil Lennon near the club. Uh, they've got that. Um, they've got the big bug with Brendan Rodgers. They see what a big manager brings to clubs. And uh, Celtic, as, as the fans have said in recent banners in the, in the Green Brigade, ten isn't a project. And if uh, if they fail to do that, I think every fan that supports Celtic will be shouting for Peter Law's head. I think Neil Lennon's the wrong appointment. I think he's, he's a puppet on a string. He's took over the club on a temporary basis. And I hope, with my heart and passion for my football club, I've supported him since I was six. I hope that they, that they don't appoint Neil Lennon. But I think, honestly, in my own heart, the job's already his because they're going the cheaper option. And uh, oh, Neil Lennon will get through the last 16 in the Champions League. Neil Lennon will not do that at all. That will not happen, guys. Well, listen, George, he'd done it before. I know, um, I mean, I'm not talking about 15 years ago. He'd done it, he'd done it fairly recent with Celtic. We, we, I don't know if you could call it a, a worse squad, but a squad maybe equal, but I, I, I would say this squad has got potential to be better. So why can't he do it again? Um, and Neil was a success when he was first time round. I know yeah, he left. I, I know he, he left and... He had his reasons for that, whether that was to do with upstairs or budget he was getting, he left. But he left successful and he's came back and he's been a success as well when he's came back. He's not lost yet and he's still on for that think, treble. Do you think any defender there is a Van Dyke at Celtic at the minute? No, but it's not. Neil's, Neil can't do it in a bit of that. Neil's not had a transfer window. and Neil, Neil, had, Neil, Neil had Van Dyke. Yeah. I can name the players there, the midfielders, the forward line. That Celtic don't possess at this minute in time. I think all the players at Celtic Park at the moment wouldn't even get anywhere near the players at New Line. Had at Celtic Park the first time round, guys, and you can go in and you know Wan Yama for what is it, thirteen, fourteen million? You know Van Dyke gone for amazing amounts of money. Well, I, I can go on and on and on, guys. But, they, but guys Celtic like Van Dyke were still getting criticised back then. He also he, wasn't there the Barcelona season, was he? Was that not Kelvin Van Wilson and Kelvin Wilson Ambrose. was there Yeah and F. Ambrose But I, I mean Even at that, that, that The team was very good But this squad Is on the cusp Of winning a treble treble It's not like They're a bad squad They're very good Very successful And Neil If he gets a job Will have a window To add to that And he may just add Some of these players That you're talking about In the past That Celtic got A lot of cash for And are playing At the top level now So it's not as if he's not got an eye for a player either So, I mean I get that he's divided the fans But he's still been a success so far this season Thanks to George We're running late quickly Any more in the teaser? You've got a couple so far You've got Dalglish, Law, McCoy, Johnson Charlie Nicholas, no? No, 
Mark Brian Adderley. McClare mm, No John Work No Alright we'll get the rest of the answers okay. next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Not long for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL To try and get the answers to tonight's teaser I'm taking them way back Well Chris oh. Doherty has taken them way back Because he sent it into fulltime at Clyde1.com So keep the questions coming please You send them in, we test the pundits Can you name the top 12 Scottish goal scorers In European Cup slash Champions League Excluding qualifiers You've got the top two Dalgleish and Law You've got McCoist And you've got Mo Johnson Right We've got another one You think? Yeah, yeah Put him in there um, Bobby Lennox Yes mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson Yes, he's on 11 11 Gemmel Penalties Is it not? You think he's in there? Yeah yep. Yeah, it must be Tom Gemmel He's going to Europe Yes going to European Cup Finals He is in there Yeah Nine <laughs> Five to go Five to go Five to go <laughs> Collinstein No How much time we got Oh we're not going uh, the, Aye The other line Wallace Willie Wallace Yes Willie Wallace You've got the top five Right Another four to go oh, oh, nice chance. Right okay chance. Uh, Let's speak to Craig in Cumbernauld Hi Craig Hi Gordon Hi Farrell Hi how uh, you doing Craig. I know bad uh, I've enjoyed the show tonight lad. I think it's been Been some good chat Nice um, I just wanted to Throw in about the the Scott Brown thing, I think, um, you know, I feel like it's, I don't see why Celtic should be allowed to cherry pick what games he gets banned for. I also think that the fact they are requesting it to come forward tells me that despite their protest saying that Scott Brown didn't do anything wrong, they clearly think he will get a ban. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't pull it forward because they wouldn't really care either way. Um, and I think, I just don't think clubs should be allowed to you know, the, the, the whole system in the SFA is designed to allow clubs to be able to abuse that system and cherry-pick matches that their players will be suspended for and they won't. You see it all the time when it comes to, you know, teams are out to appeal, but when they appeal, that means a player, sometimes they do it not because they think the player shouldn't be sent off. They do it purely because they need that player to play in the next game rather than the game after that. Um, and like this situation as well, it's clearly rare because I've heard of that very often. A club being able to get the SFA to pull a hearing forward, um, so it's not. I don't. I I don't like it at all. Yeah. I think, Listen, Craig says cherry pick what games he gets banned for. Craig's assertion is that that clearly means that Celtic think he's going to get done. That that is still, that is still a bit of a leap, Craig. I mean, Celtic are maybe just covering. All bases And the problem with it is It's just something That they're entitled to do Same as it The problem in this city Sometimes it gets a bit lost If this was a hearing Regarding a Dundee player A Motherwell player A St Mirren player No one would give a monkeys It's because it's One of those two clubs It's Scott Brown Clubs are allowed to yeah, do this I'm allowed Craig, to request Yeah, I'm with Craig though I understand clubs Are allowed to do this But I would like to see it A wee bit clearer That If there's a hearing There's a hearing That's the date You know The date is set in stone that's it um, And and also I'm with him as well When he says The way clubs play the system um, No Your player's Probably going to get suspended But you'll appeal anyway Because you know Then it gets pushed back And he can play that Sometimes game. Just yeah. depends on the circumstances but I would just like to see it A wee bit clearer Because it leaves it a wee bit murky But The problem is just now Like you say Gordon Clubs are allowed to do it So Celtic haven't done anything wrong But 
It just leaves Open to criticism again And our, our league's never simple It does open a can of worms And clubs It's not just Celtic But all clubs do it Gordon But does it really though Because as Craig mentions It's rare This is this this won't affect the vast majority of hearings because they're usually fast track. They're but usually why, why for violent it, conduct. Why was the hearing so far in because, advance? Because the rule that Scott Brown got done with is is a very is very rare to hear right, players okay. done with that rule. It was that whole not acting in the best interests of association football or whatever it was. The only time I can remember that rule being used this season, that was one of the charges that got levelled at Rangers for their. Statement about Willie Collum Do you remember it? Yeah And their hearing Was six weeks after it Because that, that's the, that's just the way it is It's not a fast track issue It's not so a violent there's conduct there's been no other Individual player You know Pulled up in this That was, that was Rangers as a club so, not that, That's yeah. the only one I can okay. remember yeah. This season So oh, it's quite unique But I mean when it's a player Surely there should be a difference here. And I get it when it's a club But well, it's the time, same rule, can, though, time could be taken But as a player It affects I'm going on to the park And playing so surely that should be in a, a sooner time frame, the actual hearing, you know, than six weeks, eight weeks ahead. Because it leaves it open to, to mm. things like this, you know. It's it's just murky again. And things certainly haven't been simple. The amount of times, Gordon, you've had to be in this studio and explain, you know, reading through the text to us guys. Yeah, but to be fair, fans fans shouldn't know the disciplinary procedures off by, you know, it's, it's not important. They'll know here, a lot better this here year. It becomes, here it becomes important. Yeah. Craig, like I said a bit earlier on, the, the reason that I think this issue is, is quite funny from a, an observer is that the Celtic fans are raging that there's a hearing in the first place. They think the Scottish FA are a disgrace because there's a hearing in the first place. But now the Rangers fans think it's a disgrace that the hearing's been moved. So... <laughs> Where is the truth in all of this? Well, listen, I, I think that, to be honest with you, I think the truth is uh, in, in the, it's sort of in the middle ground, you know, too, because I, I would agree with any Saudi fan or any other fan who thinks the disciplinary system is a disgrace. And I think this season has highlighted that even more because you've had players, um, you know, who've been unjustly sent off and they've had those red cards upheld despite a banner of people clearly looking at it and saying it's not. You've also had this idea that, well, if a referee sees it, but doesn't give a red card or a booking and there's nothing they can do about it. It's nonsense. Um, so there's things like that that are an issue and they need to be changed. But I do think that, you know, it's right that there was there is a hearing happening for Scott Brown because, let's face the facts, if Derek McInnes is going to get sent off in the Scottish Cup semi-final for the gesture he made to the Aberdeen fans, bear in mind Scott Brown is accused of doing almost an identical gesture, then it shouldn't be one rule for Derek McInnes and one rule for Scott Brown. If he's been sent off Scott Brown should have a hearing as well to look at that at the very least. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The problem is, and to clarify as well, I'm not criticising Celtic for doing what they're doing because it's gamesmanship. It's what any club in the country would do and they're entitled to do it. What I'm criticising is what Mark's saying is the system. I don't think the system should allow teams to do it because it allows you to abuse it a wee bit and it allows you to play it to your advantage. And I think when a player is sent off or there's a hearing about a potential ban, you as a club shouldn't be allowed to use that ban, that punishment, to your advantage mm. and choose when it happens. That That's the part of it that I think I'm criticising. So yeah. there's a, a middle ground to be found, I think. I'm reliably informed that when... Do you remember Pedro Cachinha and Stephen Robinson both get sent to the stance in the, yeah. the semi-final yeah, of the Betfred yeah. Cup? Stephen Robinson's hearing was moved and he was then able to be in the dugout for the, for the League Cup, Cup final. final. Ah, right, so, OK, mm-hmm. yeah. There we go Just a, another example We can all argue over that Some other time Thanks to Craig Rangers fan 
from Cumbernauld If I'm being completely honest I think we're going to have to just move on And try and get the answers to this teaser Because you're sort of up against it So Chris Doherty sent the question in tonight Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's where you need to send your questions The question was this Can you name the top 12 Scottish goal scorers In the European Cup slash Champions League And it doesn't include qualifiers So you're doing alright You've got Kenny Dalglish, Dennis Law, Willie Wallace Jimmy Johnson, Ali McCoist Bobby Lennox, Tommy Gemmell And Mo Johnson That means you have got four to go Go on then Daz You, you were giving it the fist pump there yeah, but uh, I was only bluffing. Some of them, what about, some of them are tough. I must. What admit. about Davy Wilson? <laughs> One outstanding shoot that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that the first pump? That was yeah, your first pump. I thought that was going to be too far back for yeah, you. No, Davey Wilson no. I was brilliant. thinking of Ralphie Brand and that famous. Ah, you're right. You don't need to explain. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Here we've got three more to get. Hurry up. Come on, oh, come on then. A peat. A peat. Uh, give us a Are clue. We clue time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> They're that old. You don't even know the. The clues The clues would be better If it actually meant something To the listeners as well But there's a bit of a private clue here Right For you Gordon Dale I know for a fact You had breakfast In an establishment Owned by one of these men Recently Harry Hood (laughs) (laughs) He's now in the The license trade of course So there we go Yep well done Right two more to get Dundee Is the club you're looking for Dundee Oh Oh, I've got it Hurry up then Stubby Alan Gilgeen Yes Alan Alan Gilgeen And the last one Celtic no. went on to manage Celtic as well. Ooh. It's not Billy McNeil. Nope, it is not. Manage Celtic. Managed Celtic 93. 93, come on. Wait, McCarry? Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, I never get that. Got eight goals. There we go. Well done. Thank What's you, Mark. That? And Gordon, big thanks for all your calls and tweets. It's a busy day. On the day when we start the search for a new Scotland manager We will be back tomorrow night from 6 o'clock though And in the meantime, stay where you are Because Callum Gallagher is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Get the result you deserve Talk to thompsons.com